Hi, I'm Christine. And I'm Eric. And this is Mystery, Mystery Flavor. Flavor. Bi-weekly edition. Explosion sound effect. I try I try I was gonna look up like a soundboard mm-hmm. and I couldn't find one for my phone to make the explosion. I just have the ham horn. I mean, you could have just done the ham horn, or you could have just been like, hey, you wanna put in an explosion? Post in post? Ham, 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 ham. Yep, that works just as well, right? Yeah, that's great. Uh, hey, everybody, it's Mystery Flavor. We've been gone for a grip, but we're back. It's been a while. It's been a minute. Yeah, it's been. Don't, don't start. <laughs> it, it yet has been a while, though. <laughs> yet has been. And uh, yeah, we're back to talk to you about all of the subjects that we know and love and that you hopefully will learn to love, but hopefully also don't know about. Is that our tagline? Did I just make up our tagline? If you did, it, it was very wordy. I th- well, you know what? We'll punch it up. Punch it up. <laughs> Is that a song? I don't think so. <laughs> no, it's, it, sounds like, <laughs> it sounds like an 80s kind of thing, but uh, I don't think it was. I think I took an, an existing melody and just put the words punch it up in there. Mm-hmm. I think it was an 80s song, though, but I can't think of it now that it has new words. <laughs> yeah, it's, it was definitely Punch It Up. <laughs> it might have been like a Van Halen or oh, like yeah, a yeah, 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 yeah. Motley Crue or something oh, like yeah, that. Oh, yeah, so Motley. Mm-hmm. Mm. Just like us. <laughs> We're, yeah, that's us. That's, We're Motley Crue. We are Motley Crue, yeah. But spelled normally, not weirdly. No, I mean, it, was, it would be pronounced differently. That's what I never got. Yeah, how is, how is it really pronounced? It's like Motley Crue? It's, it's like... Mutely, like, because when you put an umlaut on an O, it's like, it, it's like it's really in the back of your throat. It's like, mutely crew. Yeah. <laughs> that's like I how think you that's would how they say talked. It. Oh my God, I didn't know. Yeah. It's one of those things like when you start singing, you sound so much differently than when you just talk. Like Ozzy Osbourne oh, yeah. is unintelligible when he talks, but you can understand what he's saying when he's singing. Yeah, it sounds like real words. Yeah, that's a good example. Yeah. <laughs> Nailed it. Nailed, Nailed it. it. Oh my god, we've been gone for two weeks it's and it been so long. It, we're just like we're right back in the saddle. It's it like just we, it's like feels we never so left. Natural. Oh yeah. my god. It feels so right. Feels just so right. Mm-hmm. Mystery flavor. Mystery flavor feels so right. That's <laughs> the tagline. That's, that's a good yeah. tagline. <laughs> Short and to the point. I love how it has Everything to do with the title and the tone of the show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Feels so right. Feels so right. All right. Um, is that enough goofing around at the beginning? I think I that's how too much, much goofing did. around. So, yeah, let's move on to the next okay. segment. Uh, next segment. Um, we're going to kick it off with my... <gasps> yeah, I think we got to kick it off with uh, Eric's thoughts on Carly Rae Jepsen, Emotion, Side B. Boom. so good all right all right fam so i've had two weeks i just said fam i don't normally call people fam anyway i've had two weeks to really ruminate i mean your fam your family is the only one that listens to this podcast right oh you know what i think you're right i think we have three <laughs> listeners my and they're mom, all my dad, they're all brother. eric kubley's family uh-huh. anyway hi mom hi dad uh i know you i know you're <laughs> wondering what i've been thinking about carly ray jepson and here i am to tell you um so 
I've had a lot of time to really like just gather my thoughts lately about like how I feel about it, what songs are really sticking out to me. And I think I have to go with the obvious choice this time. I'm going with first time. Oh, first time. That was my favorite. The first time I listened. That was my favorite the first time I listened to the first track. <laughs> <laughs> it's the first track. If it's you the first track. First time first is w- the first track. If you haven't listened to Carly Rae Jepsen, oh my God. Emotion Side B, what are you doing? What are you doing, are you doing? with your life? Why are you listening to us when you could be listening to Carly Rae Jepsen? You've listened to me for, I think, four weeks now. And you still Tell haven't you about- listened? You gotta listen to it. It's only like a half an hour long. You just gotta listen to it. Are you a masochist? Why are you doing this? Just listen to it. Uh, You will be absolutely gripped by the first track, first time. It's so catchy. Mm -hmm, It's it's just, you know, I think I felt a little resistance to saying that it was my favorite track just because it is the first track. Mm -hmm. But it's so good. It's so good. It's so good. When we, were, when we were at SPX and we were all hanging out and we were listening to Carly Rae Jepsen, Emotion mm-hmm. Side B, basically nonstop, everybody was doing a joke where it's like, oh, oh, what's the, there's something wrong with the, something wrong with the Bluetooth speaker. I can't, it's, because it, the song starts out with like a little like kind of faded, like it's on a radio and you're like just tuning in. You're like, oh, what's, what oh, is so this? Good. What is this? So good. I just, yeah, yeah. I, I think I've just come to terms with it. All right. That, that's my favorite track right now. Okay, good. Okay. Well, yeah. uh, I think that concludes Eric's thoughts on Emotion Side B. Outro? Yeah, fuck yeah. That's so good. That's so oh, good. fuck yeah. I'm complimenting myself for the music oh, I yeah. made. It oh. is really good. Those drums are so wet, Christine. How'd you do that? Uh, that's called a gated reverb, Eric. Oh, well, very nice. Love it. Listen to last week's episode where I discuss in detail how you two can achieve those wet, wet drums. <laughs> those wet, those just sopping drums. Such a good sound. Love it. <laughs> I can't believe we didn't get any complaints on the <laughs> how many times I said extreme are... usage of wet and <laughs> sopping and drenched. It was, it was pretty gross. <laughs> Disgusting. I was in a pretty. Uh... Pretty pretty unique mood last time, <laughs> where I just felt comfortable saying those things. And sure, sure. I should never. Yeah, never that's be definitely that way. over. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> definitely never again. Yeah. Except for just a second ago when I called the drums. Except for what we just did, but then that's it. That's it. Wet and sobbing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you just did it again. Well, third time's a charm. So, Christine, did you get into any like VR antics this oh, past two weeks? Man. Or did you like what? What do you want to kick it off with? You know, I. I haven't I haven't done anything VR uh, lately because nothing nothing new that really like piqued my interest um, came out recently that I've noticed. Mm-hmm. There are some games I'm looking forward to, but I'll save that for you know the oh, next. I'll segment. save it for later. I'll oh. save it for later. Save it for later. Is that another one of those songs that you just made up? No, that's a real song. Okay. Yeah, so um, so I didn't I didn't do any I didn't do any VR stuff, uh, but I did watch a lot of Netflix, like a lot. Okay, all right. Yeah, I'm into it. Mostly superhero stuff, specifically Supergirl and Luke Cage. You know what? I saw Supergirl was on the flicks, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I just haven't had a chance to yeah. watch it. Yeah, it looks good though. 
Um, I'd, I'd be curious to hear your opinion. All right. Yeah. I, I'm not finished with it. I finished Luke Cage. I didn't finish Supergirl. Supergirl has way more episodes, though, because it's, like okay. it's like a TV TV show, not a Netflix original. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, it, you know, it's it's fun. It's definitely uh, in the vein of, like, I don't know if you've seen The Flash or if you've seen Green Arrow. Uh, it's kind of like that, where it's, like, it's good, but it's definitely, like, a, a regular network TV show. It's not, like, cables. Like, the money maybe isn't as good as it could be. So some things seem a little cheesy. Some of the CGs a little, mm, um But overall, I liked it. It was pretty cute. I tell you what, I haven't seen The Flash or The Green Arrow, but I mm-hmm. did watch Smallville back in the day. Mm-hmm. Are we going to say it's way better than Smallville was? Oh, yeah. I kind of or... Smallville was actually pretty good. Mm, it, well, I think it kind of jumped a shark at a certain point. In but... the beginning, it was really good. Yeah, yeah. First, like, four seasons, I think, were pretty solid. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I think, I think Smallville was maybe a little better... Uh, letting the characters develop more and Superman was really kind of starting to develop his his powers and things. I mean it kind it kind of is a little similar because in this story basically the concept is uh she uh was shipped out from Krypton by her parents when the planet was like dying. Mm-hmm. Uh and she was actually sent she was like, you know, 12 or something when she was sent out and she was sent to take care of Clark cuz he was a baby. Uh. But she got stuck in the phantom zone, so uh, she like she didn't it didn't it didn't she didn't age or whatever in the little little thing. So she came by the time she As comes, the phantom zone does. Yeah. Uh, by the time she got to Earth, Clark Kent was already, you know, an adult man and and superhero. Uh, and so, you know, he didn't actually need to be taken care of. And so she's like raised in a foster family. She's sort of made to hide her powers until she becomes like, I don't know, 20 something. And she's working at a, uh, she's working as an assistant to like this big media conglomerate. Uh, and her boss is uh, Allie McBeal. Oh, little Callista Flockhart little, getting in there. Oh, little Callista Flockhart. Uh, <laughs> and there's something really weird that they've been doing. Uh, whenever Calista Flockhart is on screen, she kind of looks like she's glowing, and that's because they've like blurred her wrinkles, but like real, oh, real badly. No. It's like actually distracting. They <laughs> just like attached it in After Effects and <laughs> yeah. just let it sail. <laughs> yeah. It's it's kind of hard to watch her when she's on screen because it's like I know you're making facial expressions and stuff, and like you probably have natural wrinkles because you're an adult woman. It's just like, come on, you guys. Why would they, like, she's got to be, like, what, 50-something by now? I don't know. I think they were trying to make her, like, she was, like, 40 or something. Mm. I don't know. It was kind of dumb. I don't know who was responsible for that idea, but it would have just been nice to just see her as a person. But Mm. anyway, especially because the show is kind of, like, it's kind of, it touches on, like, female empowerment issues and things, and... And some of the messages are pretty good. Some of it's a little, like, cheesy or a little too, like, like saying things instead of just being, like, just watch the show and you'll understand... But well, that's network TV. Little, that's like, yeah, it's a little heavy-handed. You know. But in general, it's pretty fun. Um, I got to say, I did like Luke Cage a lot more. Okay. Just the, the production quality. Netflix is more like movie-like. Everything's just fucking beautiful. And and when they do do special effects, it's, it's I don't know, they do it in a way that doesn't seem hokey or silly. Like there's moments in Supergirl where she's flying around and it's like, she looks like a fucking rag doll. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, but I watched I watched all of Luke Cage, and I thought that was fantastic. Um, uh, there's definitely some moments in Luke Cage that are a little slow, and I will say that uh, Jessica Jones is still my favorite of all of the Netflix um, Marvel TV shows. 
but Luke Cage is my second favorite. Uh, Daredevil season one and two are just kind of like, eh, for me, hit or miss, depending upon the episode. Yeah. I, I really wish uh, in season three of Daredevil, it'll be like constant uh, episodes of Law and Order or something, you know? I, yeah, that, that is something that There's I feel like is missing. There's not enough cases being solved in a courtroom. They, they tried to, like, weave it into season two with Foggy, yeah. but yeah. then it, it became all about how, oh, Matt's really hanging Foggy out to dry. Oh, yeah, it wasn't friend. about the actual court cases. I mean, these are lawyers. They should be doing some lawyering. Mm-hmm. I just, I really, I just want Law and Order, but with superheroes. Like, that'd be great. I just want Law and Order, actually. Can we yeah, just let's have just some, watch like, Law and Order? Yeah. Can we just, yeah, just get Sam Waterston up in the mix and, oh, you know. shit. That'd be great. Little he Lenny be Briscoe. on that show. Oh, my God. That would be amazing. Be so good. If they got him. Oh. Uh, oh, boy. Uh, if you're listening okay. Netflix, you got to do this, all right? You just have to. I'm sure Sam's not doing anything. Yeah, I'm sure he, he'd, he'd like to. He's just an old wrinkly guy. Just, just call him up. Old wrinkly guy. He just, he just wants to hear from you. Actually, you know what? He's already on a Netflix show. What is it? He's on uh, uh, Grace and Frankie with Lily Tomlin. I didn't know that was and, a yeah. Netflix show. Yeah, it's a Netflix show. Oh, so he's already on their payroll. Just like do it like a, a just go over to yeah. the Daredevil set and just be like, hey guys, I'm gonna be in this courtroom. Just I see all the shows lined up in these squares. Sam, just hop over. <laughs> come squares. on, come on. Get over You're to the wearing Daredevil. A suit. It's fine. Yeah, you don't even gotta change wardrobe. Just kind of gotta get in there. You're already in the makeup. <laughs> just step over a few squares. Get in the Daredevil. Is that is that how they actually film it? It's like all one big building. It's just like there's like a line de- delineating which show it is. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Yeah, that sounds right. Um, so I actually, I've seen three and a half episodes, Luke Cage, four episodes. Oh, you didn't finish episode four? The, four, the fourth that's one, the at the very one. end, that's when, that's when Remy does the bad thing, right? I don't want to no, do spoilers. No, he does spoilers. in the beginning of that. The he does four. in the beginning? Yeah. Okay. I thought it was at the very end. Oh, maybe. Anyway, we're really splitting mm-hmm. hairs here. All right, whatever. I have... I have I have some issues with Luke Cage. I agree. I kind of agree with you. I think that um, Jessica Jones is like top. Yeah, I think just, one. Jessica Jones is the top one because a the character of Jessica Jones is great. She's like a kind of a hero who doesn't want to be a hero, uh, and the villain in that is just so like the story arc is just it's it, it's just like it's perfectly crafted the whole the whole show. Whereas Luke Cage. And, and Daredevil kind of drag in certain areas. And some of the villains maybe seem a little cartoonish. I don't know. Uh, but uh, Jessica Jones is number one with a bullet. I Yeah, absolutely. Number one with a bullet. Well, <laughs> she she punches. She didn't use so many bullets. Number one with her fists. <laughs> number one with fists and, like, jumping. With her super strength. Still not entirely sure what her powers. She, I mean, she just... Just her muscles are... Her muscles are so strong so she can jump really high. Yeah. She She's can punch just, like, really real hard. Good. She's just a sturdy gal. She's a sturdy gal. <laughs> so so anyway, I loved Luke Cage and Jessica Jones. I thought he was a great character. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when they were like, all right, we're going to do a Luke Cage show, I'm like, sick. Mm-hmm. This is going to mm-hmm. be good. Then I started to watch it, and I feel like they are afraid to actually make it what they wanted to make it. Because it feels like it's trying to kind of be like a black exploitation movie. But then it feels like some executives were like, "No, you can't make a black exploit. Nobody will understand what black exploitation is. You gotta, you just gotta like make a superhero kind of thing and just like make it normal. It's gotta hit these certain beats and these certain steps, and it's gotta go through." And so they kind of like halfway tried to give it like a little bit of that flavor, but didn't actually succeed in it. Mm-hmm. And then, like him as a hero, he 
So you you just said that Jessica Jones, she you know she wanted to kind of stay away from like the hero kind of stuff, but she gets like pulled in. She's a reluctant hero. That's the same thing with Luke Cage. The difference being that Luke Cage is just s- straight up chilling. He's working <laughs> his job at the barber shop, yeah. sweeping up well, the hair. He's working his job at the nightclub, cleaning the dishes. He's just living his dang life and palling around and being like, oh, you, you said a curse word, stick some money in the swear jar. Swear jar, uh-uh. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, I'm, j- I'm just like hanging out and literally the worst thing that's happened to me is that a man came in and said that I was bad and <laughs> and that I'm not a good... I mean, all right, to be fair, yeah, that's how it starts out. But to if you really, if you think about it, in the series of events that have happened in Jessica Jones, like, he's had a fucking shit time. Like, his bar exploded, there was a fucking... Uh, purple man controlling everybody's minds his fucking girlfriend shot him in the goddamn head like there's a lot of there's a lot of things that he sort of needed a time to like escape that's why he went up to harlem to get away from everything to stay away from the superheroes a ding dang year since (laughs) i saw jessica jones and i forgot you should have rewatched before you started (laughs) almost everything that happened to him like yeah like remind me of some of that stuff even if it's like a little like five minute clip at the beginning like oh life's been hard since my bar blew up mention that (laughs) Say that. Yeah, maybe- Don't just sweep the hair and be like, uh, you said the shit word, time to put a dollar in the swear jar. Uh, uh, just gonna sweep some hair. Oh, life's tough. I'm not making much money sweeping hair and cleaning dishes. Well, that's my life, living in Harlem. I'm a big, handsome boy. Like, you literally don't see me be impenetrable or use super strength for, like, two episodes, mm-hmm. so just, like, sit back. Like, and then, so here's another place where they were, like, pulling a punch. They were afraid to do it. The first time that he actually like gets going and like acts on anything mm-hmm. he busts he busts into that place everybody's like fucking shooting him up before he does it he puts he puts in the headphones and fucking woo starts blasting through his headphones he got he got some wu-tang going on there and i'm like oh yeah we're gonna hear some wu-tang yeah 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 it's the goddamn radio edit like yeah. yeah, when I'm about to bust some fools, you know what I love to do is I love to put on a radio edit of my favorite rap song. Hey, we—he's already established that he doesn't curse. All he says is "Sweet Christmas," and if anybody else curses, you put a fucking dollar in the swear jar. He's—he's <laughs> he's sitting there and he's—he's he's listening to his favorite rap tunes in the '90s, and he's just like, "God dang, you know what? I'm gonna <laughs> listen to this album for a good thirty years, but I just do not appreciate the swearing that they're doing. <laughs> no swearing, like." Uh, and yeah. well, I mean, if you, if you think about it too, like even though he's you know bulletproof and 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 super dang strong, he he doesn't kill people. He doesn't kill people. He doesn't curse. Like he yeah. really is a genuinely like a good person. Even though he's trying to stop you know bad things from happening, he is not a murderer. He's not a cursor. Yeah, doesn't he doesn't listen to curse music. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think that the big thing is that mm-hmm. none of them are intentionally killing people mm-hmm. like you know even in the big movies captain america is not intentionally killing anybody yeah batman never iron fucking man kills anybody that's not marvel but still yeah and tony stark is like supposed to be a drunk asshole and even he doesn't kill people mm-hmm. like he might, well maybe accidentally yeah maybe accidentally but superman killed a million people accidentally so you know whatever yeah superman's not supposed to kill people either nope anyway but that's gotta be real hard when you're like so strong that you could just like flick somebody and they die Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, maybe maybe that's the reason he does almost literally nothing in three episodes. Yeah, yeah, because otherwise it could be bad. There's some really funny scenes in Luke Cage when, like, he's, like, trying to stop something or he's irritated and he's, like, got to stop a bad guy and he just, like, flicks him on the head and they just <laughs> pass out. 
Like, it's just like the most yeah. gentle backhanded, but it's like, they're gone. They're done. Yeah, he he uh, he wrapped a car door around somebody and then just kind of pushed him over into a bunch of other people. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was pretty good. That was good. Fell on the stairs. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. I mean, actually, falling down the stairs could kill you, especially if somebody's Oh, yeah. I mean, definitely people like, it. yeah, uh, definitely need to go to the hospital. Yeah. They did make a point afterward to say no bodies. The yeah. detectives did. Yeah. Who I think are very bad at acting in <laughs> most of the scenes. I don't know. I think they're kind of fun. They're a little bit fun, but they're like... I was cringing the first couple of scenes that I saw them in before I got a little bit adjusted to it. Uh-huh. Dang, that's anyway, funny. So I just ha- I just have some, like, major... Like, I still want to watch it, and mm-hmm. I still want to give it a chance, because I do... There are, are a lot of things that I like about it. Mm-hmm. We, I mentioned um, Remy from House of Cards. Oh, yeah, he's in great it. in it. There's, yeah. there's a lot of really good characters, villain-wise, that sort of... That sort of you know, they have an arc and a character change or, you know, maybe not a change so much, but they like evolve or, or it just, they take them in interesting directions. The mm-hmm. only thing I don't, I didn't really like, I know you haven't finished it yet, but you've already heard about Diamondback, right? Diamondback? I haven't heard shit about shit. No one said the name Diamondback yet? Uh, no, like I about, heard about Cotton a phone Mouth. call? Um, when wait, Shades I, comes in, he says something like Diamondback sent him or something, right? I have fallen asleep during every single episode and had to rewind it. All right, okay. Well, you should you you should have heard about Diamondback. He's a character that you see later on, and I think they kind of th- that that character ended up being sort of cartoonish and not really that scary. Um, I mean, that was kind of a, a letdown in the second half of the season, in my opinion. But whatever. What are you gonna do? Yeah. You know what? I you, you brought up something that's a good point. Is I think that all these Marvel shows, one thing that they're totally fucking nailing is the casting on the villains. Oh, yeah. Like, Kilgrave was Wilson Fisk. so scary. Yeah. And Fisk. Vincent D'Onofrio's Wilson Fisk was, like, yeah. just the best. Yeah. yeah. They, they really find a way of making, A, them scary, B, them powerful, and C, them, like, seem, they seem like real people. You know? There, yeah. there are reasons behind everything they're doing, even if these reasons are not great. It makes them seem somewhat sympathetic, even though you maybe don't condone what's happening. And the, the same thing with the characters in, in Luke Cage. They go back story-wise, and you see more about um, Cottonmouth and Mariah's like, you know, childhood and why they are the way they are and stuff, and mm. how, who they could have been had they not been in that situation. You know, maybe things would have been better. You know, who knows? But True. it's, uh, it's uh, Netflix and, and Marvel are going together very well. I'm very happy with, with what they're doing. I can't wait for more of everything. I'm, yeah, I'm hoping that I can turn myself around on this. But, like, just right off the bat, it's just all these, like, little things. It just mm-hmm. feels like they wanted to make a different show to me. Mm-hmm. And I want to see that show. Oh, like, okay. I, want, I want it not produced for a mass audience. I want it just for exactly what they wanted to do. All right. So that's my gripe. We'll revisit it when you finished, and then maybe we can talk yeah, further maybe, well, about it. Yeah, I'm sure I'll talk on the podcast after I've finished it and, and, like, my final thoughts and whatever. But, yeah, just right now, it's like, when I heard that censored Wu-Tang song, and I'm like... <laughs> and d- did they ever explain the Biggie poster in uh, Remy from House of Cards, like, office? Or is that just, like, totally symbolism, like, uh, I'm going to ignore well, it's not the a, fact it's that not a poster, it's a painting... And well, yeah, I mean, if if you, it's a, I'm sorry, yeah. <laughs> the thing is, it was don't like, hang posters. yeah, it's a very expensive painting, and they do mention it, and also it's just it's just more for the imagery of like you know he is the king, you know. Yeah, they just wanted that shot where he was standing in front of the ground. Yeah, but I mean, it is okay. symbolic, and it does mean things. Like after you've seen the whole show, you kind of get oh, okay, that's who that is. You okay. understand? It makes more sense. I don't want to say anything because I can't. You haven't finished it yet. 
Oh, oh, dang. Okay. <laughs> but anyway, you yeah. frustrated and you sounded yeah. frustrated. It's, no, it's All fine. Right. It's fine. I also probably, we probably shouldn't be like spoilers because you don't want to spoil it for people that haven't watched it. It just came out sure. this weekend and I just like pile drive through it. You were kind of complaining about how it starts off slow and I actually don't have a problem with that because when it comes to the Netflix shows, like I watched three in a row for sure. So by the time you get to the third one, it's like stuff is starting to happen and you get excited. Whereas if this was a TV show I was waiting for every week, yeah, I would be like, I can't fucking wait for this. But on Netflix, you can keep watching it. So I don't yeah, have any problems That is the luxury that. that Netflix has in, the, in their pacing. Yeah. I think my main gripe with that is that they assume that I have like five <laughs> hours to waste just to like hang out until I want to watch a good show. It's like, no, I have shows that I know that I like already. All right, all like, right. Sure, you know, sure. I, or I got a video game that I got to play. Or I got. I think you know, they they think they through. are kind of like you've already seen you know Daredevil and Jessica Jones, so you're probably already in this. You're gonna watch the whole thing. But yeah, Luke Cage is not the person for which. Which is another kind of weird contradiction. Like, why would they pull so many punches when they know that Luke Cage is the hero that like nobody who's looking for like a Superman show or something is gonna go after. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well the other thing the other understand. thing too is I think there's some more stuff story wise that makes sense why he wouldn't want to like make a make himself like, you know, center of attention. So mm-hmm. I we'll we'll talk about this maybe next week. All right. All right. You mean two weeks. Two weeks. Well bi bi weekly yeah, show. Bi weekly, sorry. <laughs> you'll you'll hear you'll hear more about this in about two weeks. <laughs> Hopefully you will have finished the show in two weeks. Yeah, and then we can just fucking say everything about everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, did you do anything else uh, besides watch four episodes of Luke Cage and fall asleep <laughs> during most episodes? In, in the past two weeks, I have to say I did do a few other things. Uh, mostly, mostly I've been trying to get some work done. And while I'm working on like personal projects, a lot of drawing and stuff... Um, I like to just have something that I can listen to that I already kind of know what happens or I'm like familiar I can glance over to. Mm-hmm. And right now that is Dragon Ball Z Kai. Oh god. Which is just like pure candy to me. It is <laughs> the best just like absolute especially the so I don't know if you're familiar with Dragon Ball Z Kai specifically. No, not specifically, just regular old Dragon Ball Z. Okay. So Dragon Ball Z was known, renowned, for mm-hmm. its, like, dragging everything out and, like, oh, we're going to spend three episodes charging up a fireball, that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, that's the one I started watching, and I was like, why do people like this? I hate this. This is terrible. They cut all of that. They, basically, Kai is just a re-edit of all of oh, Dragon Ball. Oh, shit. Okay, so it's, like, you know, good and stuff happens? Yes. It takes, like, I think... The first run, it takes like 40 episodes to get through the first saga, which is what they call kind of like the chapters. Um, this one takes, I think, 11 episodes. So they cut a, like three quarters of all that bullshit out. And they were just like, bam, bam, bam. And it was like so good. And just like all that animation is just like that nice. Oh, I think I've talked about it on the show before. I just love that like that round like... <laughs> early 90s late 80s anime kind of like they didn't exactly know what they were doing animating a lot of the time and so uh-huh. everything is off model and everybody's kind of chunky and you have every, this like charming low budget kind of feel they have all that like in the beginning of it mm-hmm. and i forgot about that because when i think about dragon ball z i think about like the end game like where it ended up yeah everything got very very polished and very high budget and uh you know it took a couple of years so like the industry standards had changed and everything but the very beginning is just so good. 
and it still has all that like original Dragon Ball charm like seeping into it. It's uh, just so good. All the original, just love it. Charm I could just shovel those Snickers bars right down my throat all day. God damn it, it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's good to know. <laughs> I highly recommend checking down some Dragon Ball Z Kai. <laughs> just shove it down your gob. Yeah, if you already know that you like Dragon Ball Z. I'm not going to, like, suggest that anybody watch Dragon Ball Z seriously, but, like, <laughs> if you haven't seen Kai and you like the original, this is a million times better. Um, is there a Dragon Ball A? Uh, I think that's just original, just flat-out Dragon Ball. Oh, so it doesn't go through the whole alphabet. No, that's, no. That's disappointing to me. Oh, is it? You didn't think they would have got something popular until Z? Yeah, yeah. I was like, <laughs> they finally got it this time. Took 26 tries, but here we go. Do you think Canadians call it, call it Dragon Ball Z? They fucking do, and I hate it already. <laughs> I'm sorry if you're Canadian and listening. <laughs> They're probably uh, like, Dragon Ball Z? Don't. What's that? Dragon Ball Z? Oh, yeah, I've seen that. <laughs> All, All right. right. So that's, that, I mean, really, I've just been, like, burning through that shit. Yeah. And that's been my whole past two weeks. All right. Yeah, that's what I was doing with Luke Cage and Supergirl. I was doing that while I was working. Mm-hmm. Just, like, just absorbing it constantly. Um, but yeah. besides that, other shows I, I've been watching, I just started a show that's um, it's just starting on HBO, and it's called Westworld. I don't know if you've seen oh anything yeah, for yeah. it. It's so good. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's uh, it's um, based on a Michael Crichton thing, and conceptually, it's like Jurassic Park meets, you know, the Wild West, uh, but, you know... Uh, the true the true point is that the humans are the monsters. You know? What? Not the Excuse dinosaurs, me? but it's the humans. It's the people. People are the monsters. Christine, I think you're confused. I've only seen one episode, but I'm just going to say it right now. I think you're confused. People aren't monsters. No, people are monsters. Oh, my goodness. They're yeah. really flipping everything on its head, aren't they? Yeah, but Westworld. It was really, really good. Uh, it's, it's beautifully... It's filmed beautifully... It, the story is very creepy and spooky. It actually has some elements of what I love in movies um, when people like repeat days. Because the concept of this is Westworld is basically like an amusement park where you pay a lot of money to go to. And you're basically like set in a, a an old timey, you know, Wild West town. And like you can you can drink, you can dance with you know prostitutes you can shoot bad guys you could I've always you can be a bad guy <laughs> yeah you can do whatever you want to do in like old western sort of times uh and and there's lots of stories going on around you and you can just sort of observe you know uh but you're amongst robots so it's like it's kind of like a it's like a ghost town instead of people acting out scenarios and stuff it's ro- robots so <laughs> okay oh. Oh. But uh, it's 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 really good. It's super cool and creepy and fun. And it's got oh, I was saying it has um, it like they do repeat days because it's an amusement park, so people go to it. And every day, basically, all of the robots' lives sort of start over from the beginning. You know, so they don't know that they're in this that this is fake to them. Everything else seems real to them, so they think that they're in an old Western time. And, you know, that they're going to the town to get supplies or whatever or to, you know, do their job. I don't know. But it's it's and then and then like depending upon, you know, the guests in the park, whether they interrupt the existing storylines. Mm-hmm. It's, it's hard to describe this, but it's so good. <laughs> 
Well, yeah, I, I, they only have like what one, two episodes out right now. Oh, just one. It was just this just Sunday. One. It was it came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah. it's I was I need to check that out. I was totally gonna uh, cancel my HBO Go because Game of Thrones was over. So I was like, fuck it, I'm I'm done. And then this, I saw the trailer for this, and I was like, fuck, they got my money again. <laughs> These ding dang jokers mm. always getting that money. I thought it was finally free, but they got me back. Mm. But yeah, so 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 check out Westworld if you have HBO or HBO Go or HBO Now, just like, or you have a friend that does, like, just hang out and watch it, because it's fucking good. We have talked a lot about what we did over the past two weeks. Yeah. Are we ready to move on? Uh, we have more to talk oh, about? Well, I forgot to say that I went to, like, a million <laughs> concerts this oh, week, too. Oh, yeah, you too. did. Actually, yeah. before you get started on that, um, I, I mentioned Mob Psycho 100 on here before. It just, first season just ended. Very, very, very good. Check it out. It's a funny show. Uh, Action packed. Mm-hmm. Good. Go watch it. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to blather on about it anymore because I already have. All but right. Go ahead. Talk about the concerts. All right. Yeah. So I, I, um, I went to like, I went to so many freaking concerts this past week. Last week you were a monster. Uh, yeah, and it was also terrible because like I had a lot of work to do. So it was like at the concerts I was like, oh, I should be home working, but I'm just having fun. <laughs> this is hard. I need to have fun. I'm gonna have fun. So I went and saw, um. The beginning of the week on uh, Sunday, I saw my friend Jess Abbott. She's in a band called Tancred, and I saw them play a weird matinee show, and they were great. And then on Thursday, I saw my friends uh, Field Mouse play at the Echo, and they were fantastic. Did any of these have like openers that you ended up seeing that you were like, "Oh, never heard of them. They're very good," or they all just not with not with Field Mouse or Tancred, but with uh, I saw my friend Allison Weiss on Saturday. And mm-hmm. she um she had Josiah and the something. Uh, it's always hard to remember the band names of the It's real openers. hard. It's real hard. <laughs> but I remember uh, he he was fantastic. It was actually just him because usually I guess he has a band with him, but for this thing it was just him with an, an acoustic guitar. Uh, but he was fantastic, and I actually remembered him because he was on like one of the second seasons of American Idol. He was what? like one of the few people that I remember, you know, who didn't win. Um, and it was only because he like actually played a song that he wrote on the show, like for the the trials or whatever. And it was like a really good song. And I remember like finding him online and like listening to him. And so it was really weird, like ten years later, to actually see him play a concert. <laughs> Open it for my friend Allison Weiss. So that was mm-hmm. cool. Um, and then last night I went and saw churches at the Hollywood Forever Cemetery. And- Is that how you say it? I mean, it, the U, the V is actually a U, so it is churches. Ah, uh, okay, I've been saying it wrong. Churches. <laughs> I mean, because that's like that's like R V C A is actually pronounced Rucka. What? Excuse you? Yeah, isn't that crazy? I've always been All like, right. I love R V C A. Nope, it's Rucka. It's a U, yeah. apparently. Um, but yeah. All right, if they say so. Yeah, whatever you say. It's their company, so I think they are in charge of how you pronounce mm-hmm. their thing. Uh, but I saw churches at the Hollywood Forever Cemetery. And uh, Best Coast opened for them, and that was really oh, fun. I had no idea that they were opening for them, so it was really cool. So I, I saw a bazillion people, and I'm exhausted. <laughs> About burned out on concerts, huh? <laughs> yeah, I'm good for like a couple months, actually. <laughs> but I gotta go see. I gotta go see uh, the end of this month. Uh, Allison Weiss, she's opening for uh, my other friend's Letters to Cleo. So that's like I think twenty second of October. So I have a couple You're of weeks. Play that whole Josie soundtrack. They're not, but I talked to Allison. Actually, one of the reasons why I'm friends with Allison Weiss is, uh, besides us having mutual friends, is that we both love the movie Josie and the Pussycats, and we've watched it together. 
Uh, it's great because we both know all the words. So it was really fun. Uh, <laughs> but I told her that she really needs to like have her band like learn one Josie and the Pussycat song and then just be like goad Kay into coming out and singing the song with her. And it would just, just be perfect. It would just be so good. I would so, love that. Fingers crossed. Great. So if if you are in the L.A. area around October 22nd, I believe, come to the Troubadour to see Letters to Cleo, and you might get to hear a Josie and the Pussycat song. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Please, please, Allison, make it happen. Please, Allison, please. <laughs> I've never asked for anything in, in my life from you besides your friendship and this. This is it. <laughs> <laughs> Two, two, two kind of big asks, yeah. but you know. <laughs> but yeah, so those are all the things I did this week. Lots of TV shows, no video games, and a million concerts. Oh my god. I'm well, tired. speaking of concerts, mm-hmm. I am looking mm-hmm. forward to Crying is Coming Around Town again. Did I talk about last time I saw them? No, you didn't. I don't oh, think so. Ooh. They are coming around town with Joyce Manor tomorrow oh, night. Yeah, I love play Joyce. In San Francisco. That's Joy, my favorite yeah, joke. Joy, I mean that last time. She's so nice. She's so nice. Um, <laughs> she's got a nice house, though. That manor. Mm-hmm. Mm. I've, I've never seen Joyce Manor in concert, so I'm excited for that. Uh, excited to see Crying Again because uh, both of those bands have new albums coming out this month mm-hmm. sometime. Don't know exact dates right off the top of my head. But uh, look out for those because they're great. And if you don't, if you don't want to look out for the new ones, check out the old library. Yeah, Could have said that a little great. more gracefully. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they're great. Um, new albums also that I'm looking forward to. Um, Jeff Rosenstock has a new album called Worry coming out October 14th. Mm-hmm. I, I only know that because he retweeted like 50 million things in a row today that all said that. So all right. Strategy worked. Way to go, Jeff. Very nice. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, we forgot to talk about uh, uh, any any delicious uh, things oh, delicious we've meals? eaten. Yeah. Or, or foods or drinks that we've eaten imbibed oh, or eaten is there anything of note to you i today yeah today today i ate too much <laughs> pizza <laughs> uh there's a place in the bay area called patchies pachies everybody pronounces it differently pachies pachies parcheesy um, it's called parcheesy it's it's spelled p-a-t-x-i apostrophe s so you can oh, understand the mispronunciation i've been there before they're great they have a really good uh Bruschetta. Bruschetta. A little bruschetta. A little bruschetta. Bruschetta. I don't know how to talk Italian. <laughs> that anyway. was perfect. With the, like, I know the, because their, I come from an Italian family. They're mozzarella. They're mozzarella. Oh, God. That sounds terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Is that real? Is that how they say it? No, no, okay, no. Okay. The mozzarella. And ciao. Arrivederci. Ora. Rigo. <laughs> you gotta put a cheese and a go. Gonna put a um, cheese on it. Anyway. Uh, but yeah, so you went to you went to pot cheese. Uh, yeah, my, my we actually had a going away party for a couple of people at work, and because uh, they're moving away, mm-hmm. leaving the company. Mm-hmm. Um, R.I.P. Bye. A moment of silence. <laughs> uh, but not really because I got that sweet sweet pie. Mm. Um, we ordered some spinach pesto pizza. If, if you just take a moment right now and Google, type into your Google Patchies, P A T X I S dot com. Take a look at these pies. It's a deep dish style. It's just so. It's the bread and the sauce and the cheese and the sauce and the pesto and the spinach. And, oh, it's just like, it's so good. 
but so filling. I had two pieces and I'm still regretting it. Oh, uh, yeah. I, so I had a piece of that spinach pesto, which mm. is just so fucking. They get they give you okay. All right, so <laughs> I'm getting way ahead of myself. So you eat you eat the piece of pie. And then you have your crust left over, right? Normally, you just either you throw away the crust if you're that kind of person, or you eat the crust if you're that kind of person. Personally, I eat mm-hmm. the crust. Mm-hmm. Anyway, you're that kind of person, personally. They give you little honey packets. Fuck. And you put the honey on the crust, and it has a little bit of the sauce. You put it's the a, honey on the crust. It has a little bit of that tangy red sauce. The tangy red sauce. The tangy red sauce. <laughs> and you just put the honey, and the and the crust is like it's really it has to like not disintegrate under all the sauce. Uh-huh. So it's like really buttery and crispy on the outside, so it like holds its shape and does everything. And 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 so like when it's not touched by the sauce at all, it becomes like a fucking like biscuit almost. It's oh like my God. so yeah, and it's so good. Damn, and it damn oh. damn damn. I know. I okay, so so I, I really have, I'm back. not. I'm not done. I'm not done. <laughs> I'm not talking, done talking about this. Um, <laughs> so I had my spinach pesto slice, and then I had another slice where um, the the woman who ordered it at our office just went fucking bananas with the toppings. Yeah, she put bananas on it. And God bless her. No, they don't have bananas. Oh, thank God. What she got? She got artichoke hearts. She got peppers. Red peppers. She got red onions. She got olives. She got spinach. She got basil. They put basil leaves all over the top of it. I think you mean basil. I've got basil <laughs> leaves. I've got basil leaves all over my pizza. I've got basil. I've got basil. basil. How are you doing? Hello, basil. How are you doing? Anyway. So it had all those toppings on it, and it was so god ding dang good. So oh. god ding dang damn good. <laughs> Absolutely. That so that's great. what I ate. Fuck. And then, uh, and then my microwave broke the other day, so <laughs> I've been really in between a rock and a hard place at home. Yeah. Anyway, over to you, Christine. Oh man, I been I've been to Pat whatever the fuck that name is twice. Patchies, Patchies, two, two times. Is there one in L.A. or are you talking about? No, when, you're up here? when I was up here, because a couple of times I had to go up here to do stuff with Google. The Google headquarters, like they had events. Yeah, and I went up here and I hung out with some friends in San Jose and we drove up to San Francisco. San San Francisco. Yeah, and had some fun times. Oh, that was also when we went and saw, uh, I went to SF Sketchfest and saw Tig Notaro and Janet Varney and that was great. But yeah, so I've been there twice and I got a delicious Crispin uh, apple cider and bruschetta and pizza and it was just so fucking good. I think about it sometimes when I eat pizza. I'm like, God, I kind of wish I was having that. Kind of wish I was having that one. Yeah, that there, one up that there. I can't remember. It's been so <laughs> many years, but I remember it. But uh, for me, this week, food-wise, uh, pretty pretty boring. Nothing of note, except for last night uh, when I went to see churches. I went with my friend Matt. and Is that how you say it? Yeah, we already, we already said okay. that. We did that joke. Yeah, <laughs> churches. I went to church with my friend Matt. And uh, he uh, brought uh, uh, something he got offline. He got uh, some ecto coolers from Amazon. Oh Jesus! And we Christ. we popped up in some cans of that. It wasn't even the high C 
little things. They actually had it in a can for them. In a can? Yeah, it was pretty good. It it was a little different than I remembered, but I think maybe it was because it was in a can. Yeah, um, probably the aluminum taste. Probably the can. aluminum <laughs> taste, the metal. Well, most aluminum cans are actually um, coated in like a thin plastic. So even if you're trying to escape drinking from plastic things, if you're drinking from a can, there's still plastic in it. Just so you know. Those motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah. So only glass bottles are safe now. And I'm pretty sure they're going to start coating those with plastic too because they're motherfucking assholes. Those fucking monsters. But yeah, it was really good. I was like, oh, I, I feel like a kid. It was delicious. Nice. I loved it. Part, I mean, part of the drinking the ecto cooler is like punching the flimsy straw through the little tin foil. I'm not a child. I don't need to do that anymore. Wow. <laughs> so, I'm so sorry. <laughs> shut that down. <laughs> you shut me anyway, down. So, I'll shut you down. So you went to church with your friend Matt, and I went the Lord to church. giveth you some ecto cooler. <laughs> and the Lord was good, and unto His people He gave the ecto cooler. Yeah, it was really good. So. Uh, two thumbs up for beverages from my childhood. Mm-hmm. And how? Do they serve Capri Sun in a can, do you think, or are they still... That's a genius idea. Capri Sun you stab the side for of that adults. Pouch. You still have to stab it, though. It's in a can. <laughs> you still have to stab it through the top. <laughs> they, give, they give you, like, an auger, and you have to, like, stab, like, mercilessly through the yeah, top of a tin can that doesn't yeah. have a full tab. Yeah, the 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 straw itself is like is also metal with like a spike on it, so it's very dangerous. But you just yeah. jam it in there, and, you, and it works. It works. Yeah, it's not it's not even like a can that you drink out of. It's like a green beans can. It's like it's like a refried <laughs> beans kind of like just it's can. It's no, it's the old timey like the eighties cans that like you had to like get a like a thing to open it with, like a fucking knife. Oh, you, you had know? to like punch, like the old juicy juice cans yeah. where you had to like punch that triangle yeah, in two sides. Yeah, and then get it up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, this is a lot of work. It, yeah, I need that Capri Sun. I need that Capri Sun. <laughs> I need that Capri Sun, son. Oh, son? I need oh, that Capri Sun. sun. <laughs> oh, that's funny. This podcast went off the rails. This is a fucking mess. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's hard coming back after two weeks. Anyway, whatever. So I guess the next topic... Uh, we kind of said what we were looking forward to. I'm looking forward to letters to Cleo. You're looking forward to crying. Um, you want to skip and to Joyce, the, my friend and, Joyce, and your friend Joyce, and her wonderful manners. And I guess we could skip to what we want to see in the world today. What do we want to see in the world? Do you have an idea? Living today in the world today takes everything you got. Day in the world today. Living today in the world today takes every day you got. I don't know. Perfect. Isn't it nice to have a friend? Um, sometimes you want to go where everybody lives today. Hey, um, quick, quick shout out. Uh, my friend Josh just put a couple songs up on Spotify. His band Normcore. Normcore. Cheers themed punk band. Yeah, that's an offshoot of what we were just talking about. Perfect. Yeah. Spin off. (laughs) Just, just, you know, thought of it because you sang the theme song. I did. I did. They do a little riff of that during one of theirs. Oh, I love it. That's awesome. All right. Check it out. Uh, yeah, check it out. Yeah, so uh, is there anything that you wish you could see in the world today? That I wish that I could see in the world today. You know what? Actually, everything's going pretty good. Damn, really? I've been I've been really just like on a high after SPX. Yeah. You know, like there was a little a little dip where it's a bummer not to hang out with all my buds right in the general vicinity. But like I still have, I'm still reading comic books. Yeah, same. That I got from yeah. SPX. And I'm still like... Inktober just started, and mm-hmm, everybody's mm-hmm, posting mm-hmm. artwork everywhere, and it's, like, so inspiring, and yeah. we got Kala coming around the corner. Yeah, I'm excited for Kala. I, like, I yawned when I said that. <laughs> I'm very excited. Yeah, it's so exciting. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm just, like, real jazzed on everything. Um, good. God. 
you know what? I, I didn't mention earlier, um, kind of mixed in with, like, the day before I left for SPX, I got my pocket chip in the mail. Oh, yeah. Pocket chip. Pocket, pocket chip. Like mail is, chimp, but pocket in a chip. Um, you're, I didn't explain to you before what it was, so you, you, you seem a little confused. No, I didn't hear what you said, and I couldn't see because I was looking. But you can explain to the listeners. I know what it is. I already, I already saw about it. It's not, it has nothing to do with MailChimp or whatever else you said. No, I said it sounds like MailChimp, but oh, it's okay. pocket and chip, not chimp. What if MailChimp was one of our sponsors? That'd be great right now. That would have oh been my God. perfect. Ma- but they're not, Ma-le-chimp. so don't use their services. MailChimp. MailChimp. I actually use MailChimp. You do. Um, <laughs> that, was my, that was my little recreation. Uh, anyway, so the pocket chip. It's kind of like, uh, if you're familiar with the Raspberry Pi or the Arduino, uh, those are two love little... Pie. This podcast is really going off the rails. Uh, th- those are two little computers that cost uh, between 5 and $30, depending on which ones you get. Fucking nothing. Yeah, they cost absolutely nothing. They're just like these little... I mean, the specs are pretty good because computers are, like by default, very good these days. But mm-hmm. the chip is another version of that type of computer where it's very small, very affordable. You can prog- program it to do a single thing. And it will, um, you know, it'll just, like, do that one thing, you know. Mm-hmm. So um, what these guys did, the people that make chip, made a little enclosure for it. And they added, like, a little keypad, um, keyboard kind of thing where you, like, press it in with your thumbs. And they added a, a little, like, three-inch touchscreen to it. And they gave it a battery. And then they added, like, all these little circuit boards, like, to the outside of the case. So that you can hook up little mods to it if you want to. Yeah, so you can cool. do, like... Yeah, you can do all kinds of other neat things uh, that you would normally have to, like, solder onto a motherboard, but you can just, like, hook it on there. Um, and the, maybe the coolest thing about it, it has Wi-Fi built into it, and so it comes preloaded with this um, programming language slash game-making studio called uh, Pico 8. Mm-hmm. And the idea behind that is that it emulates, like, a really old-style, like, Commodore 64 kind of... Uh, that power of gaming console. Mm-hmm. And so with Wi-Fi, what they've done is they've built in like a little exploration kind of mode thing. And I'm just, what I, I guess what I want to see in the world is I want to see that thing like blow up. Like it's already got like probably 50 games on there that people are just making mm-hmm. and like put out. But it's so cool to see what people are making. And I want to see like... Everyone makes like, something really, crazy. Yeah, like, it just came out, but I, I want to see, like, really good, big project games. Like, because everything right now is just like, oh, you're a, you're a duck, and you your children are lost. Walk around the map and pick up all the little baby ducks. All right. Or, like, here's a cool graphics demo that I figured out how to do in this engine just by writing a few lines of code. Like, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, like, if there's, like, a full-blown, like, platformer game or, like, yeah, that'd RPG be pretty sick. or something. Yeah. Yeah, so I guess that's what I'm looking forward to because I like pe- what people are doing there already. It's like mind blowing. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah, so like you just want it to go even further. That's what you. Yes, wish. and if you're interested in uh, learning game development, it lets you view the source of the code mm-hmm. on like all of those games that people are uploading. Would you say it lets you view the source code? Uh, starring Jake Gyllenhaal. Starring Jake Gyllenhaal. Um. You know what? I changed my mind. What I want to see in the world is I want to see somebody recreate the entire movie source code, not as a game. I want the movie mm-hmm. made through the Pico 8 game. But I guess I guess everybody's 
voices would just be blips and bloops because it really doesn't that sounds have a... fantastic then you can have it translated with like words at the bottom you know mm-hmm. yeah it really doesn't have any vocoder technology but it does have a couple fonts that are like three pixels tall so you Perfect. can really get that Let's in get there. a whole movie script in there yeah that sounds great oh, god yes i want to see that too Perfect. damn yeah i think we nailed it <laughs> nailed it uh is there something that you would like to see in the world um, Anything you want to touch on? I had I had nothing in mind for this one, but as soon as you said the Jake Gyllenhaal thing, like that, I really want to see that too. <laughs> yeah, perfect. I saw the first movie. I want to see this better. I love that. You know, yeah, I want to see it better. I want to see it at a resolution of sixty-four by sixty-four pixels. Tiny, tiny. Yeah, with I just beautiful want to see artwork, it so small, and beeps and boops. Mm-hmm. Give me them tiny beeps. Yeah, lips. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that works Gosh for me. Dang. Gosh dang! All right. I think that's it for this episode of Mystery Flavor. Absolutely. You know, there's another show, another podcast that's pretty good called Mystery Show. And uh, Eric and I often accidentally call ourselves Mystery Show, even though we're not. Christine, you're not supposed to tell anybody we do that. It's fine. We need to admit it. We need to admit (laughs) it to the rest of the world. Uh, But in Mystery Show, they've also talked about Jake Gyllenhaal. So now both mystery podcasts have talked about Jake Gyllenhaal. Coincidence? Definitely. Definitely, yeah. Definitely, yeah. <laughs> Didn't even remember about that episode of the Mystery Show until you brought it up. It's a really good one. It's all about that how one's tall, about how tall how he is. How tall yeah. he is, yeah. Yeah, it's cute. I love it. Uh, but yeah, so that's it for this episode of Mystery Flavor. Thank you for joining us. Uh, hopefully, hopefully, two weeks is not too long to wait to hear our beautiful voices. Oh my God, you must be missing us so much. <laughs> Do you miss us? You can always listen to old episodes. We've got seven episodes up. Eight. Yeah, we've got seven. This is number eight. So yeah. there's a plethora of episodes to listen to. And you get lonely. <laughs> I think, Christine, you're getting a little sleepy right now. I'm you're getting real close so in on tired. the mic. <laughs> I'm just, I'm close to the mic, not because I'm trying to be, but because I'm just resting my head on my hand. Resting um, your I head, my right, head on, my hand. right on your... Right on my hand. Right. Right on your ham, ham. <laughs> How much of the podcast could just be that? Oh no, I think uh, I think our friend Lauren's gonna get mad if we do that. Definitely, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, I get okay. So, where can people find you, Christine? You can find me on the internet, uh, on Twitter specifically at Christine Tuna, Christine with a K, Tuna like the fish. Where can they find you, Eric? Oh, they can find me on the old Twitter.com at E with an underscore K-U-B-L-I. That spells Kubli. That's my last name. Mm-hmm. Or head on over to Kub.zone. I've got links to my Instagram, my Gumroad, all that. Uh, Yeah, I'm pretty chill. Tweet at me. I dare you. No, tweet at me. Oh, and you can also find our podcast Twitter at MysteryFlavCast, Flav, F-L-A-V, like Flava Flav. A rapper. The rapper. Like Parappa the rapper. No, not like Parappa, <laughs> like like Flavor Flav. Oh yeah. Not like Parappa the rapper. It's not spelled like Parappa the rapper, it's spelled like Flavor Flav. The Flav and Flavor Flav. Mm-hmm. Kick, punch, turn, and chop the door. Or I will fall to the floor. Sorry, I really liked Parappa the rapper. It's a good one. Yeah, thank you. I am a chicken from the kitchen, and you ain't kidding, although nothing okay, is Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>